All right, guys, here we go. Happy almost Friday. Got a fun episode for you today. Uh, This episode started off on the slower end of things, and then it gradually built up. Enjoy. This, Justin, you are looking at obviously a very disturbing live shot there. That is the World Trade Center, and we have unconfirmed reports this morning that a plane has crashed into one of the towers of the World Trade Center. Going into space, mathematics, quantum mechanics, the secrets of the universe, it's all there. Life is fiery with its beauty, its incredible detail. Tuning into it, they want to shatter your mind, talking about Justin. Starting off today's episode with a quote. It is not the critic who counts. Not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles. Or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena. Whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood. Who strives valiantly who errs, who comes short again and again, because there's no effort without error and shortcoming. But who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end of the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst If he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who never know victory nor defeat. Yeah, it's a good quote. You know who wrote that quote? Podcaster, UFC commentator, MMA fighter, Brendan Schaub. (laughs) Psych Teddy fucking Roosevelt wrote that quote Come on The the bull moose wrote that shit It's called the man in the arena Alright It's not about the critic who counts It's not about the Scenarios that Are in your life You know there's There's no boundaries in life Guys there's only obstacles and all that matters is if you put in the work. It doesn't matter how others are looking at you or, or judging you and what factors may come into play. So in this life, you, you just you never know if you don't try. And if, if you don't try, you'll die wondering, you know. And not, not to get deep right off 
the cuff here, but that's kind of what we do sometimes here on the MKI Ultra Show, talk about our feelings. And uh, with that, you know, it's it also reminds me of the principles uh, very common in Buddhism and Eastern philosophy, if you will. The, uh, the concept of impermanence. Nothing is permanent except change, right? So whether you're riding the highs and ecstasies and joys of life, or if you're succumbing to the lows and the bellow of the beast of the mind, it will not last forever. This too shall pass. So I have a hard time with that. I have a hard time with not clinging when things are great, right? Oh, fuck, I want to feel this forever. Can this night never end? Or on the contrary, if I'm... Sorry, there's a fucking motorcycle going by. Uh, on the contrary, if I'm down in the dumps, you know, I'll play some sad fucking Nirvana music and get more sad with it, right? It's like clinging, that attachment. So... With that, you think of a bird, right? Picture your favorite bird. I don't care what it is. Now picture a body of water. And if that bird is flying, you ever see? You ever go to the beach and you see a bird just soaring just above the, the waves, just above the water? He's almost trickling right above the, the seaboard. Now that water can be choppy and wavy, or that water can be still like a lake in Thailand. It doesn't necessarily matter what the water's doing. The bird is on is is using his wings. He's taking flight. He's on a journey, right? The bird is noticing the waves, the choppiness, right? The sounds, the distractions, the thoughts or the stillness and the peace. He's just noticing what's going on below him, and he's continuing his journey. So you look at the, the water, the sea, the lake, the ocean as your mind, your thoughts. Sometimes your mind and thoughts are choppy and wavy and fucking hectic, and there's a, a literal storm going on in there. Or... Sometimes it's peaceful, it's blissful, it's joyful. And whatever the water's doing, the bird is still there. The bird is still there. So the bird is a symbol for your being, your consciousness. The, how do you say this, the soul right? Because when you have a disturbing or a pleasant thought, you are not the thought itself. That is the mind. You are the observer of the thoughts going on. Does that make sense? So if you're going, man, fuck that guy. He just choked me out in jujitsu and he's only been here for a week. True story happened tonight. Well, he didn't choke me out, but he did pretty good for being here for a week. And 
And then you can go, wow, why are you having those thoughts? Just be gracious and compassionate. Well, the observer of those thoughts is the consciousness. Now, the, the thoughts and the judgment that you're having about said topic, that's, that's the ego. That's, that's the mind. The mind is, is poison, okay? The mind can be a very great tool if utilized properly, just like social media. <laughs> but being the awareness and just being present, being in the now, being in this moment right here, that's, that's the doorway to freedom, guys. I haven't unlocked the door yet. I don't think I ever will. I don't think that I'll ever uh, attain full enlightenment, but I do believe I have some, some keys that open some doors to the pathway. So maybe in, in my next life, I'll be that much closer to my salvation. All right. Like I said, we're getting deep here, guys, for real. I'm going to talk about it. You know, this is, this is, this is important. And so, you know, what, what that does is, as a tool, you can, use, you can use those keys as tools. And some of my tools are the breath. The breath will set you free. That's what Hollis Curtindon told me. That's, that's number one. There's other tools that I've talked about, right? There's other tools, a, a clean diet, exercise, prayer, meditation, gratitude, journaling, service work, altruism, family, friends, entertainment. You know, there's things, therapy, medications. I mean, the list goes on, y'all. Those are, those are tools that will help me uh, be here in the present. They'll help me be aware and feel to my truest self, my truest nature. There's also tools in the old toolbox that you don't want to pick up, but we do pick up all the time, right? Or at least I do. That could be vices, addictions, right? Drugs, porn, junk food, staying up till 3 a.m., um, you know, dating apps, um, alcohol, gambling, many, many things. But I think the one that is overlooked the most, and this is just in my opinion, is the thought. See, a lot of people are addicted to drugs and sex and making money and a bigger house and a bigger car. But the thing that I don't see a lot of people noticing that people are also addicted to are our thoughts. I want to throw social media in there because that's a big addiction too for a lot of people. But our thoughts are poison. Our thoughts are toxic. Our thoughts can be cancer. Okay? 
how do you quiet the mind? Well, <laughs> I'm sure you could ask the Buddha that, and you know, he'd, he'd still have a hard time telling you, but if I were the Buddha, which I'm not, if I were Christ, which I definitely am not, I think he would say something along the lines of, listen, listen to the breath, count the breath, maybe be in your body and be aware of the senses of the body, right? So this is something I learned way back when. We have five senses. First is our sight. If you want to come back to the present moment, look around the room. See what's around you. If you want to go deeper, how many different shades of blue can you see in front of you? I see my mouse pad. I see my desktop. I see the controls on the recording device. I see the blue in my water bottle. I see the blue on my wall. I see the blue Yankee Stadium picture. And ad infinitum, because there's more blue to be had. <laughs> so that's one. Another way is just smell. <laughs> what do you smell? I don't really smell much. Okay. What do you taste? Kind of dry mouth. Okay. What do you hear? Well, I hear myself. I hear the um, cars driving by and engines and like crickets or whatever. Bugs are outside. Okay. Um, and then touch. Okay. Touch is a big one. I can hear that motorcycle. Can you? Touch is a big one. Touch is very helpful. I can feel my hands on my lap. I can feel my ass in the chair. I can feel my feet on the ground. I can feel my hoodie on my back. I can feel my phone in my hand. So a lot of ways to come back into the present moment. So you can see, you can hear, you can touch, you can smell, and you can taste. You can also count the breath. Deep inhale, deep exhale, all that shit. Look it up. It's not that hard. Meditate. So it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing, this life we have. And we complicate it. Or I'm not going to say we. I'm going to say I. Sorry. There goes the ego. There goes the judgment of myself already saying, why did you say we, Kai? Why are you talking about other people as what they should be doing or what they're doing? I noticed it, and I'm going to move on. <laughs> it's that simple, right? So uh, talking about... So I'm moving on here. Um, had a pretty baller class in the jiu-jitsu this afternoon, we are working back escapes from seatbelt, which basically means you're on your butt and your partner is also on their butt. Their back is facing you. Your legs are wrapped around their legs. And then you have one arm over their shoulder and one arm over their under, I'm sorry, one arm under their other shoulder. So an overhook and an underhook. And then you're grabbing your uh, hand, your wrist with your hand, and they're basically trying to get out of that choke and also trying to escape uh, into side control, yada, yada, yada. It was a good class. 
it was an awesome class. I was I was really mindful. I was really present because I've been doing some of this work again this week and uh, went into class. You know, I was feeling like a fucking stud, killing the warm ups there with Jakey, and um, <laughs> you know, doing the Grambies and the twisties and the front rolls and the butt scoots, all that shit. And then uh, we did some drills, worked on back escapes for a while, and then at the end of class, we did open sparring. How fun. This was my first time doing open sparring because of my shoulder in about two weeks. Uh, I think I did pretty well. Uh, You go for three rounds, three three three-minute rounds with a minute break in between. And the last person I rolled with was a gentleman. He had on a green um, rash guard that the gym issues new members. Now, some of the blue belts in class were issued the green rash guards about a year ago. So I assumed he was, um, how do you say this, Uh, experienced. And coach partnered me up with him for a three-minute round, and basically we were doing the back escape thing, and I was trying to not let him choke me. We'll just say that. I did pretty well. Uh, but he was actually pretty fucking good. And I go, wow, Kai, you're getting you're getting good, man. You got this guy with a green rash guard who has been training here for probably a year, uh, and he wasn't able to uh, beat you. No, 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 no. Turns out they're issuing the green rash guards again. They're reissues. Kid's only been here a fucking week. Fuck. So, just when I thought I was getting better, uh, you know, I mean, I'm getting better, but just when I, when I thought I was getting good, there's still room to grow. I was beating myself up over it, I'm not going to lie. I was pissed um, in the parking lot talking to my friend there, you know, I was like, fuck, man, I, you know, I suck, and why, and I'm retarded, and I was just doing this negative self-talk that I constantly do. And so what I wanted to say about that was, you know, I'm not responsible for the first thought that comes to my mind. But I am responsible for the thoughts that follow. Okay? I can have a thought of... Everything is stemmed in fear. You know, we can say my thought was anger, because uh, it was. But it was fear. It was fear of not being good enough, right? So I entertained that thought for about five minutes, beating myself over the head with the metaphorical hammer. And then I opened, I opened up my toolbox and took a couple deep breaths. I expressed some gratitude for where I am and the the training that I've acquired and the coaches that I have and just the life that I have today and the fact that I'm able to do something like this, you know, clean from drugs and just be able to be the healthiest son of a bitch I can be. I don't care if I'm still a white belt. Cool. I don't know that kid's fucking story. You know, he said he's only been here a week. He could have wrestled in high school, in college. He could have taken jujitsu before. Um, you just never know. Um, 
we'll we'll assume the worst. We'll assume that this was his first time ever doing combat sports uh, for a week, and maybe he's just gifted and talented, you know. But at the same time, it's not about being the fastest guy in class. It's about getting the fundamentals down because you can't grow a tree. A tr- you can't grow a tree without the fucking roots, kid. So that's what I do. I try to grow the roots. You know, I'm not worried about trying to get you in, uh, you know, guard and uh, pull a triangle or a rear naked choke right away. I'm I'm worried about the beginning, the flow. You know, establishing the hooks in my my feet and the seatbelt grip and tucking my chin. You know, and doing the flow smooth, because slow is smooth. And smooth is fast. All right. So I fucking love it. Um, just another day at BJJ. It's the ups and downs, man. One day you could feel like fucking Eddie Bravo, you know. And then the next day you can feel like me. This lonely, scared kid on the mats trying to learn this gentle art of choking your friends. <laughs> so... For me, I need something like that in my life. I need a outlet, a physical one, a hard, a hard one. Okay. I can go in the gym and I can curl twenty pounds, do some pull ups, go for a mile run. Cool. I'll feel better mentally for sure. I'll get those endorphins. But learning a hard sport and physically demanding and having to use your mind. Uh, It's like playing human chess, this sport, and having to conquer something so hard, to learn something so hard, is where growth happens, right? Growth doesn't happen to, for, for the guys at Gold's Gym hitting chest every day. Cool, bro. I got it. You got a big chest. Okay? But how are you growing as a person? There's two types of mindsets in this world. There's having a growth mindset and there's having a fixed mindset. A growth mindset is being willing to overcome obstacles and adapt to change. Right? Being okay with failure and learning from it, and taking it as a growth opportunity. A fixed mindset will fucking quit when obstacles come their way. Not into trying new things, just hit fucking chest. I'm not about that life, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a personal trainer. I can do muscle-ups. I can do burpees. I can do all that shit. Time to move on. Time to open the next door. Okay? And it's helping me grow as an individual mentally because that's where growth, that's where true growth happens. Um, I'll say it like this, man. The fucking looking, looking good physically, having a physique, sure, it's nice. It's, it's, it's what I would refer to as icing on the cake. But really being able to learn an art or a sport or whatever you want to learn. I prefer hard physical exercise, hard physical activity. Other people might prefer painting or sculpting or writing or 
I mean, it's endless opportunities, guys, in the world, you know? So, um, yeah, man. And so with that being said, too, pivot, friends. I went to open mic last night. No, I didn't play guitar. No, I didn't rap. I did stand-up comedy for the first time in my life. And I got to say, it was, it was, it was um, nerve-wracking. It was nerve-wracking because I, I kind of blanked out. I didn't have my set memorized, so I had my phone out, and I was reading most of the time. Got a few chuckles, you know? No one was fucking pissing their pants, dying in their chairs laughing, but, uh, you know, um, yeah. I got a few chuckles, and it was cool. It was cool to to do that and just try something new, man. And I think you get to bomb. You get a pass on your first time. That's my opinion about that. If it's your first time doing stand-up, you get to bomb. Um, I don't think I bombed, though, truly, because two of the comics came up to me, and they were like, that was really good for your first set. And so that made my fucking day. Thanks, guys. I'm going to go back next week. I'll have it memorized. And uh, I'm not trying to be a fucking comedian, but I'm just trying to have fun. I'm just trying to live my life. I'm trying to do things that fill the, 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 the gaps in my soul, right? I believe that I have a God-sized hole. So ultimately, I do want to fill that with spirituality. Jiu-jitsu does help me with that, believe it or not. You know, you're not praying in jiu-jitsu, but you're, you're one on the mat. You're present. You're focused. You're not thinking about anything else. So that helps with the spiritual growth. Obviously, there's things like church and meetings and shit, too, for that. Um, but, you know, you also want to have fun, man. You also want to have a creative outlet. You want to you also do, do things that, you know, make you want to get up in the morning. I'm excited to do a podcast, even though I don't really care who listens to it. It's just therapeutic. I'm honestly uh, excited to, to listen to my favorite podcast, Patreon episode of the Tim Dillon Show coming on here. Uh, in a few moments, I'll be listening to that. So, um, yeah, I did some stand-up last night, got some sales today at work, did some fucking jujitsu. Uh, planning for a vacation still in December, three months away. Got my passport. I'm going to Southeast Asia. Uh, I, I'm going to travel for a while, man. I'm going to travel for at least at least two weeks, up to four weeks. Thailand, Cambodia, Vietnam, Laos, Bali, whatever I have time to do, I'm going to do it because I only have one life. And... I got a new lease on life, like Andy Dufresne, you know what I mean? Like, straight up, man, so I'm going to do things, because I should be, I shouldn't be here. Yeah, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be here, man. Um, And uh, a lot of, a lot of close people to me aren't here anymore. A lot of them. So, yeah, man, um... With that being said, God is great. People are wonderful. People are also fucking crazy. I almost said God is great. Beer is good. 
People are crazy. Um, but listen, man, like, I don't really give a fuck, right? Um, this is the MKI Ultra Show. This ain't the MU Ultra Show. Uh, shout out Dale, though, starting his own pod. If you guys are on fucking Spotify, I want you to do me a favor and look up the show Elysium. E-L-Y-S-I-U-M. First episode is Good Place. Good kid Dale is, man. And uh, he started a podcast today, so trying to spread that word out. Um, where was I going? With- oh, yeah. So <laughs> I was thinking about that country song, God is Great, People Are Good, but it'll be great. Um, I restrung my guitar this weekend. And uh, I'm going to sing a little song for you guys. This is a cover of Tyler Childers' White House Road. Here we go. Ain't been 
old blue, just a different day. Get me drinking that moonshine. Get me higher than a grocery bill. Take my trouble to the high wall. Throw them in a river and get your fill. We've been sniffing that cocaine.